listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the first episode back from summer vacation for the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata. Thank you for waiting and thank you for listening over the summer and catching up on all the episodes that you might not have had time for during uh, your regular schedule time. I know for our family, it was an interesting summer. So that's why I decided to record this episode for you all today, just to check in, to see how you all are, and just to give you some of, yeah, look behind the scenes of what actually went on in our at our house this summer. And hopefully that will give you some either inspiration or maybe you'll just feel a little bit less alone <laughs> that, you know, things weren't necessarily as great as they could have been this summer, that's for sure. Here in where I live in Fukushima Prefecture, kids went back to school last week and we've been in a kind of state of emergency here since early August. And so the Board of Education has said that kids can go to school, which is a win, excellent, but they can only go for three lessons. So they leave the house at 7.15 and they come back about 11.45, 12 o'clock, just in time for lunch, just in time for me to feed them lunch. And the reason for that is that they think that the kids not spending so much time together, for one, but also not eating lunch together is a way that they can help decrease the spread of the coronavirus. So kids are coming home at lunchtime every day. And if I had no knowledge of what was going on in the rest of the world, I'd be feeling very frustrated right now. But I know there are a lot of parents out there who are homeschooling uh, their kids just now. And or like uh, some of my friends in New Zealand are in lockdown for the second week and it's not looking like it's going away soon. So, yes, very grateful that they are able to go to school and get some exercise, get out of the house and then come back and, yes, have lunch. But from the 1st of September, things may be different. They may be having lunch at school and coming home a teeny weeny bit later. So I'm very grateful for that because I am an introvert and I really do struggle with a lot of people and noise all day long. So just having a few hours of quiet time to myself with just me and my little dog here really, really helps me to feel more calm and more able to to deal with kids when they get home from school, help them with their homework, all that sort of thing. Also, I have been very lucky to find the most amazing, I'll call him a babysitter, <laughs> the most amazing babysitter who my kids just love and he 
comes when um, when he can and helps after school and just keeps them busy and, and hangs out with them and does homework with them and, and things. So I'm really grateful to have found that extra help to just give me a little bit more leeway so that I can be working uh, on my client's work and things, which, yeah, is, is waiting for me. And then I, you know, ha- also have more bandwidth to to get my kids later. And they they actually prefer... <laughs> I think they actually prefer hanging out with the babysitter because he's so much fun and they really love him and all of that. So yes, very grateful to have found that. And for him, it's also, I think, really nice to yeah, have some have some work, have some income, but also to spend time with kids who are like he was growing up. So he's also half Japanese, like my kids are. And so he's sort of 12 years ahead of them, I think. Yeah, a little bit older. So yeah, it's really nice for them to, for my kids as well, to see, oh, what it's like to to grow up being a half Japanese in Fukushima, um, someone, you know, their own little kind of senpai person. So that's a really great thing that's come out of it as well. So yes, they're really looking forward to him <laughs> coming. <laughs> so hopefully he will continue to, to do some uh, work with us going forward. It's been really nice to have that extra help around the summer. Some other things that um, I have learned this summer is, and please remind me next year if I start scheduling a lot of work <laughs> over summer, not to do that. I never used to work during summer in the last sort of four or five years. I've always made sure that I had minimal work happening. But this summer, I just thought we're not going anywhere at all. We're staying here for the whole summer. I might as well do some work. I you know, might as well keep myself busy. Maybe we'll get through it a lot quicker because as you may have heard, I was not thrilled to be staying here this summer. I would love to have been in one of my other favorite countries for sort of July, August, but that didn't happen. Obviously, we have to stay put if we can because of the coronavirus and all of that. So I decided, oh, well, more time for work. So I kept working this summer and it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. I feel I really should have either vastly scaled it back or had almost, yeah, almost no work to do over the summer. I feel that would have been better than I would have been able to be more present for my kids, but also to have enjoyed the time we had together because I wasn't thinking, oh, there's this big pile of of client work waiting for me and but you want me to play soccer with you or, you know, you want me to take you somewhere. So that was not great. So next summer, I'm going to actually schedule myself an email that's going to arrive next, next June, July kind of thing. Do not start scheduling a lot of work over summer. Make sure your clients know that you're going to be taking a few weeks off over the summer vacation. So yes, this is how I, this is my feedback that I got from myself over this working during the last sort of month. How was it for you? Was it different this year? I know most people have had another summer like last summer. For us, last summer was different. We were in Sweden and I wasn't working as much. And so I had time to spend with my kids. We went to the beach every day for at least half the day and it worked really well, even though their summer vacation was endless. It was like more than two months. It was more like five months in the end because they just had no school. So yes, that was a learning for me this summer as well. But, you know, I'm really proud of some of the work that 
that I did over the summer and really happy to be able to keep things moving forward for my clients while they were doing other things or taking a break and they could just trust that their, you know, their podcast was looked after, that things were happening while they were, were doing whatever they were doing. So that was really nice as well. Other things I discovered was that we do actually have some nice beaches here in Iwaki City, Fukushima. The unfortunate thing is this year the, the city did not open the beaches officially. So there were no lifeguards and there was no like swim between the flags. And so the, when we did venture out to the beach, uh, we actually found a really nice beach called Usuiso, which was being quite devastated during the, well, after the tsunami 10 years ago. But this has been a chance to rebuild the area, I feel. And so now there's a really beautiful car park and all nice new sort of facilities to use, whereas before it probably wasn't as good as that. So that was really nice the day we went there, but I felt it was a little dangerous because there was, yeah, there were no lifeguards around. There were people swimming and there were people enjoying the beach, even though we weren't supposed to be. And, you know, we did a bit of paddling and we weren't actually prepared to go swimming that day. We just sort of went to see what it was like because we knew we weren't supposed to be there. But it's I just thought that was a little bit of a shame considering that it's an outdoor activity that people could do socially distanced. And, you know, getting all that vitamin D is good for your body and especially for your immunity and all of those things. I just felt that that could have been something that really could have helped uh, a lot of people during the summer with everything closed down and nowhere to go. Anyway, so that was a really nice discovery to discover that we have actually somewhere to go and nice things, uh, nice beaches uh, to spend time on. Just the water's a bit rough and freezing cold. <laughs> but after having uh, been in the water in Sweden, which is really cold, it wasn't so bad after all. Yes. So what do we have coming up for you on the Transformations with Jane podcast over the next few months? Well, at the moment, I am working on inviting some guests for you and we have some really nice uh, people coming on. I'm looking forward to uh, introducing you to one of our listeners who's been a longtime listener and she's actually the uh, leader of Hafu Ladies, which is a group that she started for women who identify as uh, half or Hafu, as it's known in Japanese. So creating a community of women who can support each other and have that same shared identity. Really looking forward to having Nina come on the show. Also, I'm really looking forward to having the author Karen Hill Anton come on to talk about her new book, which I've finished reading. It's great. And uh, such a, a dai senpai <laughs> for me uh, in Japan. And it's really great to see that, you know, you can be anything you want. And even if you're in Japan, and there's really nothing stopping you these days. You can be an author. You can start your own community. Mira, is, Mira Simic is another guest we have coming soon. She is a psychologist. I want to say, <laughs> and I've really enjoyed working with Mira. She also does rapid transformation therapy. I think it's RTT. It's a kind of um, hypnosis, rapid transformation therapy. Anyway, she's coming on the show later on. And we also have some more guests who will be a lovely surprise for you, but we are lining them up for you as we speak. If there is anyone that you think would be 
a great guest. I would love to hear your suggestions. So please just send me a message over on Transformations with Jane on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can email me at jane at janenakata.com. And yeah, I'd love to hear from, from you who you think should come on the show. I've had some really great suggestions over the years that without those suggestions, I would have missed out on a wonderful opportunity to speak to someone really special. So I'm sure you would love to hear from someone who you admire or is doing great stuff um, here in Japan or someone who has a really nice, strong connection to Japan as well. Yeah, so that's all I have for you today. Just a short check-in kind of episode to say hi and <laughs> how are you going? And yeah, we'll be back soon. Really looking forward to it. Next week, we have a special guest for you. That is Brittany Arthur, the host of the Business Karaoke Podcast. So I hope you will enjoy her episode. She has some great ways that we can incorporate design thinking into your life, in your everyday life. It doesn't have to be a corporate uh, job that you have. And she even gives me some feedback on an issue that I was having uh, in my family. So yeah, I look forward to that episode coming out soon. So take care and I'll see you again soon. Bye.